Prepare to experience the strongest radio allowable by law. Secrets will be revealed. Myths dispelled. From the studio gym where excuses never apply. It's Superhuman Radio with your host, Carl Lenore. Hey, hey, it's Wednesday, and uh, Dr. Jeff is traveling to Tampa, Florida. And so instead of doing Science for Humans, we're introducing a new segment today at 12 o'clock very shortly uh, with Derek Trombetta. He is the uh, official Supreme Radio gadget guy. You'll find out why in just a second. And then later in the show, we're going to be joined by Mark Bell. Uh, yesterday, we had Dr. Sean Baker on for the second time, exactly one year uh, ago, we had him on in April and then again yesterday to follow up on his uh, progress with his carnivore diet. And we're going to be talking more uh, kind of in the same vein with Mark Bell when we talk about his new book, War on Carbs. Uh, so that's a little bit later in the show. I want to thank uh, All-American Pharmaceutical and EFX Sports for their title sponsorship to the show. They make this show possible. And uh, you can go to superhumanradio.net and click one of the EFX Sports banner ads and get six of their top selling products absolutely free. Just pay shipping, and it's legitimately shipping, five ninety nine. Uh, and the stuff that people have been getting, boxes of goodies, uh, apparel, everything, it, it, it's amazing. So check that out. Uh, of course, show them some love. And uh, I actually have some theme music for Derek today. Hope I don't get in trouble for using this. We'll probably have to we'll we'll make we'll make official uh, gadget guy music, but today in a pinch oh, we use Inspector Gadget. So there you go. Tell Kristen not to smack me when she sees me using that. I, I used to watch that show. Oh God! So that's where it all started. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it very much could be part of it. Did you see the picture I posted on Facebook of you today? No, I haven't been on there yet today, but okay, I'll so, so, check it out. So I made an announcement today that I would be introducing the new official Supreme Radio Gadget guy. And I have okay. a picture of you uh, with the carbogen mask on. Uh, yeah. You've got a pulse oximeter on your right hand, and you've got a pulse oximeter on your, 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 on your right finger. You have your heart rate monitor and pulse oximeter on your left hand. You've got your aura ring on, and then you've yeah. got something clipped to your ear. And it's not yeah. – people may see that and think, oh, this guy gauges. No, it, it, he actually has another device clipped, clipped to his earlobe. What was that? So that's uh, HRV. So that actually is your heart rate variability. You can test it in real real time, and that's heart math, the one that I'm using there. Pretty cool stuff. So so yeah. What, what, when did this start with you? When did you – I mean, I know you're a, a, a devoted physical culturist. You used, you, you used to train as a bodybuilder. You, you've got a lot of muscle on you uh, for your structure. Uh, but when did the gadgets become interesting to you? When did you think, wow, you know, I could leverage my success by doing this, using that? You know, I'd say one of the biggest things, I obviously, you know, I grew up in the 80s and all these technologies and things were coming out. And I've loved things like that since I was young. I've always been so into training and physical life betterment that I kind of tell people it's like, they're the icing on the cake, not the cake. Mm -hmm. But my cake is so large and dialed in that I started looking for, well, what little thing could I do that would make a little difference or maybe the next degree? You know, and 
honestly, since I've been a young kid, because I've been in life betterment and training my entire life. But even why it made me laugh when you played Inspector Gadget, because I used to watch and love that show. I even had one of those toys. When, when did, when did, so when did, what was your first gadget? Think about this. Going back, what was your first biohack? What was Man, the first thing like, that you bought to help you train better or be stronger? Honestly, if we're really talking specific strength, I'd say one of the first things I ever bought and had back in the day, do you remember those old school yellow Sony sport Walkmans with the auto reverse? Yes. Yes. The yellow one. Yeah. I used yeah. to have that. And that's what I used to use when I was training. And, you know, a lot of people, I, I mean, I've literally, since I was, haven't missed a, more than a week in the gym structured since I was in fifth grade, I used to have that Sony Walkman that I had playlists to specifically get me in the zone when I was working out before I even knew about, you know, the flow states or effects of music, but I knew it helped me have a better workout. Right. So that might be one of the farthest back technology things I can think of. I remember I played football, you know, all the way I played in college. I was a scholarship athlete, Division Two. I was one of the first people I remember in late middle school to have an Under Armour shirt. Really? And because of the research on it to how compression not only helped you not, you know, chafe underneath your football pads, but also because it helped prolong your energy and endurance and strength and blood flow. I was one of the first people that ever even had one of those before it was the thing. Yeah. And, and that, and for people who don't understand that your, your blood vessels actually can use a little help. Um, it's, it's and, and that, that's what they basically do. They give your blood vessels, especially in your lower legs, uh, a little bit of help. And, you know, this technology came from uh, NASA when they made the first uh, high-tech uh, outfits for uh, fighter pilots who were, whose planes were going up in Gs. Uh, these guys, the blood would rush out of their heads and down into their legs, and they'd pass out. So they discovered, hey, if we put some sort of pneumatic or hydraulic uh, activating pants on them that the faster yeah. they go, the more pressure they get, uh, it, 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 it would save them from passing out. It's amazing. So, okay, so, so let's talk about uh, neural priming for a second. You, you sent me a picture okay. of yourself the other day that kind of made me say, this is what we have to talk about today. They look, right. like, they look like headphones. They look like Beats by Dre, but they're not, right? Yeah, and what's, what's great about them, so what I sent you a picture of and what I was doing is I was using the Halo Sport headphones. They look just like, if somebody wasn't to see any different, very similar to a Beat-esque headphone. And they do play music. That's a component if you want to hook them up, but that's not what I use them for. The theory behind these, and it's very well researched. I mean, you can think of for, you know, hundreds of years, people using electrical stimulation on people's brains in some way, shape or form, good or bad. But even neurosurgeons now implant, you know, electrical devices, internal and external to help with different states. But what they're finding now, it's amazing to where they used to think at one point, our brains got to a certain point and they were fixed and you no longer could adapt, but they're finding how plastic we are and actually moldable and can continue that experience. So these headphones act on the theory of hyperplasticity. So they prime you, it's neural priming. So you use them for about 20 minutes. The on label, exactly what they're studied for to use is 
while you're warming up in something that's movement-based because they're sending low-level electrical stimulation to your motor cortex, which would be involved in movement and skill-based things. So you wear them for a 20-minute program. Then after that, you basically take them off, and you'll have about an hour, depending on the person, where you're in a hyperplasticity state. So anything you feed yourself in that time is going to be uptake or ingrained better in what you're doing. So you want to make sure that whatever you're doing also is very perfect and purposeful, not just kind of willy-nilly out there because you potentially could give yourself bad habits too. So, so how does the how does it stimulate neuroplasticity? You said that it's a it's a slight charge, electrical charge. Yeah, yeah. The way I would describe it, it does not hurt in any way, shape, or form. It doesn't even cause any uh, you know contractions or constrictions that you'll see or feel. You can adjust it on a level. It's very simple, very user friendly. I love it. It's like a one to ten. I put it on a ten. I also my head shaves, so I think it conducts a little bit better if you don't have something in the way, because you have to get these little devices, they're little nubs that are kind of sponges, so you get them wet. It's not messy. You just get them wet in the sink real quick before, put them back in, then that's what conducts it to your scalp, and then through there to your motor cortex. So it's really low-grade. It maybe feels like your scalp slightly itches. It doesn't even feel like the lightest TENS unit. It doesn't even feel like beta alanine or niacin. You just can slightly feel maybe a little itch to your scalp. And so what are the earphone portions for? Is there any elect- uh, electrical charge coming through there or it's strictly all no. above on the scalp? They're, yeah, they're literally because you have to push them pretty hard onto your head. So they actually kind of help hold them down on uh-huh. your scalp. Okay. Okay. And it's kind of neat. They actually have different ear cups, which I think is, is cool. They have ones that are, they look like donuts. So if you want to swap it out, so say you're listening to a command or listening to other people's music, you could hear better than having an earmuff on you. But if you do want to listen to music, all you do is take the cable they give with you, the audio cable, and put it in your phone or whatever device, and then you can listen to music at the same time. So so could you use – I know that there's like these binaural beats, entrainment-type uh, tapes and audio files. Oh, so, yeah. Could you, could you use that in conjunction with this? Would there yeah. be any benefit, you think? Yeah, so I've been doing that too, and I've actually even coupled it with a few other things. But I've also used the binaural beats and the different programs or brain waves at the same time of using them because I used to use the binaural beats previous to having these headphones. So I, I definitely think you can get a stronger effect by doing that. Okay, so you wear them for 20 minutes prior. And then how, how long is the window of neuroplasticity that's been opened by this device? They specifically say an hour. Hmm. However... Myself and what I've noticed, I've noticed it for generally two to three hours. And the feeling that I get from it, and I've had a couple of my clients also try these. I really like it because they're not, they're very universal. So it's not set up to you. You don't have to go through a big program. I can literally say, here is what this will do and explain it to them so they feel comfortable using it. But I try to not bias them to see what their feedback is. And every one of them has said very similar to the same thing of how it feels. But most people say they notice it for several hours. 
And the feeling that most people notice is a very much hyper state of focus, but not feeling jittery or overstimulated and also feeling like everything is almost slowing down and a little bit easier. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Can you use them more than one time a day? I have not, and the reason why is they specifically say only use them once in a 24-hour period. So I've really maintained that because I know that there's a lot of studies going into what they're doing with the electrical impulses and stimulation. So I've only been using them, and I've only used them once a day. And it is nice. They actually have a feature on it. But the only reason I found out it had it is because I used them early in the morning, and then I was going to have a client try them out, and it comes up with a warning and says, not recommended to use more than once in a 24-hour period. So wow. you can override it if you want to do that. And that's what I've done with somebody else to use it. But I, I personally wouldn't do it just because they don't recommend it, and it is electrical stimulation. So, But I've been using them three to five times a week. And the other thing, and it is kind of off-level to what they recommend, but the focus aspect. So I've used them a lot, not necessarily while I'm just warming up at the gym, I'll literally use them kind of while I'm doing like my pre-workout routine, making my drink, moving around, getting ready to work out, putting some music on, wear the 20-minute program, and then I take them off, and then I immediately start my workout. And I've had great results with that. If you do pre-workout cardio to warm up, is it is it a bad idea to do cardio while doing this? Should you be sitting still while this is activating this no, plasticity? I think what they're specifically recommending, that would be one of the best things you can do. Because if you think of whatever warm-up you're doing, one of the goals is to warm up your body, get your blood flowing, get things moving, get in the zone. So I think as long as whatever cardio you're doing is a good movement pattern for you, perfect. But if you were doing something that, you know, say you were doing a machine and a row, like say you were going to go do the rower and your form wasn't spot on or you didn't feel very adept at that, probably not the best idea. But if you're doing something like walking or the elliptical or a bike, but even that, you would want to say, I'm going to keep perfect form, perfect posture, even focus on your breathing, because it's kind of like that. It's not practice that makes perfect. It's the whole purposeful practice that makes perfect yeah no that makes perfect sense um i want to take a quick commercial break when we come back i want to talk about uh, who makes the product the the cost and whether or not you think it's really worthy of people's investment because i can see a lot of olympic lifters using this oh man yeah because we always talk about how you know uh, uh it's all about uh form and uh and execution and and most people don't get it right I mean, if this could help ingrain a pattern for Olympic lifters, this is very valuable. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with more of Derek Trombetta. Now, the number one best-selling non-hormonal anabolic agent at PredatorNutrition.com. Progenidrex has established itself as the category killer. If you're having difficulty gaining muscle while staying lean, you owe it to yourself to try Progenidrex. 100% of store reviews rated it at five stars, the highest possible ranking. And today, right now, there are guys pouring their hearts out in the gym with little or nothing to show for it. Don't waste any more time. Go to PredatorNutrition.com today and get Progenidrex, the world's absolute best drug-free muscle gainer. 
Mitochondrial uncoupling is the holy grail of fat loss. Making mitochondria work harder raises body temperature and metabolic rate without the jitters of stimulants. Now there is an over-the-counter mitochondrial uncoupler that will let you shred your body down to the last pounds of body fat. It's Trojan Horse. This is the supplement breakthrough of the decade. Go to superhumanradio.com and click the Trojan Horse banner ad. Use coupon code SHR and save 20% off your order today. BlackstoneLabs.com. Trojan Horse. 74% of Americans are living with digestive issues. They take pills and potions to mask the symptoms but never address the root cause. Introducing GI Ultramax Pro, a complex of scientifically substantiated all-star ingredients that reestablish your gut's operating system, allowing you to be better shielded against the bad actors in your food and environment. The gut is complicated, and it takes GI Ultramax Pro to deliver real, long-lasting results. Go to superhumanradio.net and click the GI Ultramax Max Pro banner ad or visit MotherEarthLabs.com and use code SHR for free shipping. The benefits of a ketogenic diet are immeasurable. Health, resist disease, mental function, and even performance. But getting into ketosis can take weeks, if even at all. Now you can get into ketosis in 10 minutes. Ketokana is the first ketone powder that has been clinically shown to switch you into a ketogenic state by providing a rush of ketones into the bloodstream. Like to train fasted or want to spare more muscle glycogen during workouts, take a shot of Keto Cana and hit it hard. Go to superhumanradio.com and click the Keto Cana banner ad today. Whether your goal is to build muscle or burn fat, you'll find everything you need at Redcon 1. Need help getting a good night's sleep? Try Fade Out or the most popular pre-workout supplement on the market today, Total War. Sign up for their new transformation challenge and win $10,000 or shop for apparel that people at the gym will know that you are serious about your training. Need a testosterone booster that works? Check out Boom Stick. Whatever you need, you'll find the best quality supplements on the market at Redcon One. Go to Redcon1.com. That's R-E-D-C-O-N, the number one.com, or go to superhumanradio.net and click the Redcon One banner ad today. Ever feel like you want something crunchy? From the company that gave us the Quest Protein Bar, now comes the Quest High Protein Potato Chips with 21 grams of high quality protein and only 5 grams of carbs and no artificial ingredients. Just like Quest bars, you'll feel like you're cheating, but you're not. Go to superhumanradio.com and click the Quest High Protein Potato Chip banner ad today and get ready to be satisfied. Thanks to Quest Nutrition, chips just aren't what they used to be. Hi, I'm Ashley Grace, co-founder of HM Company. Hemp CBD improved my life so much that I started HM Company to help others naturally feel better. You don't have to have had a severe brain injury like me to benefit from HMP Company products. If you're struggling to feel better, calm your brain, or better deal with daily stress and want to do so naturally, please try HMP Company products. Search HMP Company and use code SHR for 20% off and free shipping. That's HMP Company and code SHR. Move over, superheroes. This is the Superhuman Channel. Don't forget, you don't have to go to Whole Foods or Fresh Market to buy your food, get caught in traffic, and pay more than you have to. You can go to Thrive Market and save a ton of money. And quite frankly, if you use uh, the code, uh, let's see, at thrivemarket.com forward slash superhumanradio, if you go to that link, uh, you'll get $6 in free organic groceries plus free shipping. So check them out. We're talking with Derek Trombetta. He is the official Superhuman Radio gadget guy. He loves gadgets, and uh, he doesn't waste his time. 
And so he seeks out the gadgets that work, and he'll keep you informed on what's cutting edge. This new uh, neuroplasticity priming device clearly is really exciting. Have you done the research on the science to see that it's legit? Oh, yeah. They, and it's nice because there's a lot of in-depth science you can go into for a lot if you really want to get that. But they have great science and really good FAQs and for people that want to see it on their website or just check it out briefly. And I have a few friends that are also neurosurgeons that I've talked to about things, and it's, it's very promising. Who makes the product? It's by Halo, and it's Halo Sport is specifically what they call these. And what does it retail for? So it's $749. And uh, I mean, do you think it's worth $749? I, so where I'm going to go on the rating on this, okay. and I totally do for me, and I re, and partly because for anybody, $749 is a large sum. Even right. a pair of nice beat headphones is a large sum for most people. So it took me a little bit when I wanted to get them because I really wanted to research it and make sure it was legit. But the issue was I didn't know anybody personally who had used them. Then finally I ran into a couple people that had used them and really raved about them. And these were people that I really trusted their feedback and I knew that they you know, had experience. And so I was like, you know, I'm going to get them and try them and go from there. And I'm really big because there's a lot of stuff that I try that ends up not being good. And then I just, you know, I, I kind of vet it on myself first. So me on the rating. So what we kind of discussed was doing the one to 10 rating. I'm never going to give anything a seven because that's the most common number everybody throws out. And it's also average for most people. Right. I'm giving these an eight. And the biggest reason I'm giving him an eight and not a nine is just the price. Yeah. Just because I think the barrier for a lot of people is getting into that price range. However, I don't see that these things are not going to last for a very long time. And also, if you wanted a pair of Beat headphones, because all you need to do, they don't Bluetooth to it, but you have the cable, you could use them for both. Right. So you could kind of combine two and one, and they legitimately work. I think somebody needs to be at a level where they're actually either learning in a coaching environment or they're pretty adept at what they're doing so they don't waste it or do it incorrectly with them. So I think it takes a little bit of people out of that barrier too. But if, if you're being coached in something and have somebody to help you, or you're pretty adept yourself. I think they're really invaluable. What about what about combining them with other agents that cause neuroplasticity? The first one comes to mind is microdosed LSD, right? So if well, you're not if you're not looking for performance enhancing, but you're looking to expand upon the creativity and uh, neural pathways that lead to new thought processes. Could you microdose I'm, and wear these for 20 minutes? I'm telling you, again, this is like totally off-label of everything that they say on their website because they recommend them for the very specific purpose. But I've been using them before and with meditation. When I've had a time period where I really needed to hammer out some work in a focused environment, and it has definitely enhanced that. How, so how do you, so how do you use them with meditation? Do you use them during meditation? Do you use them before meditation? How do you use it? 
I've been using them in conjunction when I start my meditation. And mm. they've, I really feel like if you want to talk about being in the zone or being in a flow state, they most certainly do that. And the reason why I say you also want to control your environment, because I don't think they'd be good for, say, somebody that, you know, in an environment of an office space where they're getting pinged or emailed and very distracted. Yeah. Because I think you would ingrain bad things. You would heighten those senses of, you know, parasympathetic or sympathetic nervous response. But if you were like what I've done is the other day I had to knock out a bunch of bookkeeping. And whenever I work and I focus, I do the whole thing where it's in brief periods. So I go in the office, I close the door, you know, I have every device set up and everything's off and I'm totally in the zone and focus and no distractions. And that's where I used them. But I wouldn't use them if it was somewhere else where, you know, somebody was going to be there, ask me questions or I had outside distractions. Because I think you would ingrain those faulty things that you don't want. Yeah. Yeah, that makes that makes perfect sense. It really does. So what you're saying is this is a very powerful tool. And so as such, you have to be cautious how and when you apply it. I mean yeah, because I, if it because if it wasn't powerful, yeah. it wouldn't matter. <laughs> yeah, you literally the the superhero with great power comes, you know, uh, great respect or, you know, great, you know, authority is totally right in line with this because I also think they work really well with our modern minds and how many people want something to happen immediately. Because I think if you use these correctly, you notice really from almost the first time that you use these. I haven't had one person that's tried them yet that didn't tell me they noticed something. You know, um, we have no you, – you have no relationship with this company other than you bought this product. So it's not like we're promoting this because – Yeah, no, not at all. I didn't even, I didn't, we didn't even contact them before and tell me we were going to do this. Yeah, so I just want to make that clear also. I'm excited. Yeah. I, I think I'd like to try them too. I just, but, but a lot of what you said makes me cautious. Like if I try this, I have to make sure that I only use it doing things where my pattern of movement is exactly the way it's supposed to be or my environment yeah. is really where I want it to be before I activate yeah. it. Because what you're basically talking about here is almost a hyper learning process. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. And so you, you can hyper learn the wrong thing just as well as yeah. the right thing. Oh, exactly. And I even think, you know, I had a great discussion yesterday with somebody here on our team. We were talking about the gut-brain connection and the emotional connection to food and how many people don't realize that the simple nature of you always eating a meal in a rushed state changes your biology and your relationship with that food, even how it works on a physical level. I could even see the way that you're drinking your pre-workout or the way that you're sipping on your water or if you're listening to angry music versus something else while you're using these you could totally ingrain things that you don't necessarily want. So this weekend, that last weekend, you and I were in California, and a lot of the discussion was about breathing. Yeah. I wonder if this would be beneficial for a lot of the stuff that was discussed about breathing patterns uh, and health. Big time. That's why I think if you, you know, when we were discussing a lot of breathing and when I work on that with people, you got to kind of, you know, start in the with the water wings on before you wade into the deep end. So to me, that's where I think the meditation approach for the breathing, because it's controlled, you feel safe, generally you can control your environment. Then you can get to the point of like, I love what you brought up about talking about the racehorses. Then you start acting like a high-end performance racehorse during your workouts. And now your pattern is to breathe 
effectively right. versus inefficiently. You know, everybody thinks it's an automatic thing, which it is, but effective breathing is not. Yeah, and I've been so conscious of my breathing since I've come home. It's just silly. Like, um, I, I catch myself. and it, it, All of a sudden, thanks to Anders, I have an awareness of my breathing for the first time in I don't know how long. Where I, m- Multiple times a day, I look at the way I'm breathing and I correct it. Now, it's just a start. And oh, but but I mean, it's, it's more than I was doing before. You know what I mean? Yes, yes. And I and I love it because even since then, it's been great. Kristen, my wife, she's been taping her mouth shut at night every night since, and she's really been noticing. And one night she didn't tape, and she noticed big time not feeling as rested. And the first few times she was doing it, she was uh, actually ripping the tape off inadvertently at night, didn't even know she was doing it. You know, I've done it for years and trained myself. I hardly ever mount breathe, but it's a profound difference. And it's great because something as simple as that, it gives you feedback. You know, it's funny. um, I've slept with a chin strap to keep myself from snoring. But as Ron pointed out, you still have the ability to part your lips a little bit and breathe through your mouth. And yeah. since and since I've been uh, sleeping with the uh, the tape, um, I wake up in the morning with a little bit of air trapped in the front of my my mouth, like the like the chamber between my teeth and my lips. Yeah. <laughs> and had that tape not been there, that would have been like a a puff. You would have been. A- yeah, and, yeah the and then and then I would have been puffing all night long like that and snoring and not, instead of perhaps snoring. And uh and I definitely notice a, a deeper sleep uh since I've been taping my mouth. But my problem is that one little pe- I'm going today uh to Walgreens to buy a large, like two inch wide cloth tape that they use for, for bandages because you know, that three M micropore. What is it called? Three M micropore? Yeah. Basically medical tape, but it'll be like a 3M micropore is usually the brand. And it's you just you want medical tape, so it's, you know, hyperallergenic and you don't rip your lips off, too. Yeah, because I've been using three of those pieces. I put one across my uh, lips, and then I make an X with the other two, because otherwise my yeah. mouth opens up in the middle of the night. Yeah. Yeah, so you're going you're gonna to eventually train yourself to where you, you don't do that even. You know what? Uh, we're giving some of this information away ahead of time. Anders will be coming on the show once he gets back home next week. Oh, awesome. No, no, but great. we're going to talk about taping the mouth at night, and I predict a lot of people in my audience are going to go, this sounds stupid, but if they try it, they're going to find out that this is amazing. Game changer. Okay, so get busy working on a new gadget, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm on it, man. I appreciate it. Okay, and if people want to reach out to you, how can they reach you? I know you've got 970 muscle, right? But what, how yeah. can people reach you? You know, I'd say the best way to get a hold of me, obviously, I'm on Facebook, Derek Trombetta. I always answer messages and communicate with people. Instagram, Facebook, social stuff is 970Muscle, but it's 970Muscle, all one word. If you go to 970Muscle.com and you just send anything on the contact form, I'll get it. And I always answer people. So there you go. I love communications and contacting and networks, so I always get back to people. And I, I post frequently and you know, basically every day, if not several times a day, I'm posting stuff and putting things up, and I really want to put content and value out there for people. So reach out to Derek. Let him know that you heard him today on today's show. Maybe you have a question about a a, a gadget, a device, an app. He's the guy to go to. I don't know anybody who employs uh, the, uh, the amount of thought process into hacking uh, his body uh, as Derek does. All right, look, so we'll yeah. talk again soon, brother. 
All right, brother. I appreciate it. Have a great day. All right, you too. And we're going to take one quick commercial break. When we come back, we're going to have Mark Bell on. We're going to talk about his new journey into the war on carbs. Stay tuned. What if a sports nutrition company actually let you try all of their best products for free before you ever bought one? You'd be dreaming, right? Well, you're not dreaming. Head over to efxsports.com and grab their new sample kit that includes not one, not two, but six of their top sellers. That's right. Six different samples of their top sellers sent out to you immediately to try. Just cover a small shipping and handling fee, and they're on their way to you. See for yourself why EFX Sports has taken the industry by storm and why so many athletes worldwide depend on their products, dominate their competition safely and legally. Head over to EFXSports.com right now and click the EFX Sample Kit in the online store and get your free kit today. Once again, that's EFXSports.com. Eat dessert again with the new 100% natural line of high-protein, low-carb Quest protein bars. I love lemon cream pie and strawberry cheesecake, but you can choose from chocolate peanut butter, coconut cashew, or cinnamon roll as well. No matter which one you try, you'll feel like you're eating dessert, but this is no ordinary dessert. With 20 grams of high-quality whey protein isolate, 17 grams of prebiotic fiber, and sweetened with stevia, these bars will make you feel like you're cheating, but you're not. Go to superhumanradio.com and click the Quest Protein Bar banner ad to learn more about these clean and delicious protein bars. If you suffer from abdominal bloating, relief is here. Introducing Atrontil. Developed by a board-certified gastroenterologist, it relieves bloating where it starts, in the small bowel. That's why Atrontil works while other remedies don't. In clinical trials, 88% of bloating sufferers who use prescription medications with no relief found Atrontil relieve their symptoms. And it's available without a prescription because Atrontil is made from a patented molecular combination of botanical extracts. It's not a probiotic. Plus, it's natural, vegan, gluten-free, and non-GMO. Atrontil. Even the name is proven to make you feel better. Go to lovemytummy.com and use code SHR for 10% off. That's code SHR at lovemytummy.com. Lovemytummy.com. Thrive Market wants to give you $60 in free organic products of your choice plus free shipping just to get you to check them out. Over 4,000 organic products to choose from and up to 50% off all their products. And shopping at Thrive Market is more convenient than anywhere else. Order online or on their app in minutes, day or night, and get everything delivered right to your door. Go to superhumanradio.net and click the Thrive Market banner ad and get your $60 in free organic foods and free shipping today. There are a few products that I believe in the way I believe in CanSee eye drops. I've been using CanSee for six months now, and the changes in my vision are nothing short of amazing. Wow, that's an old commercial. The truth is I've been using CanSee eye drops for 11 years now, and I credit CanSee eye drops as being the reason that I do not need reading glasses at 58 years old. CanSee eye drops improve the quality and health of your eyes indefinitely. That's why I both use and endorse 
can't see eye drops, go to wisechoicemedicine.com and learn about how can't see eye drops can improve the health of your eyes and the quality of your vision today. If you followed my transformation on Facebook, you've been wondering what I've done to create such dramatic results. One of the things is I've started every day with the Kegenics Prime and then trained fasted and remained fasted till my first meal at 2 o'clock. Kegenics Prime gives me all the energy I need while shutting down hunger. And since the ketones are bound to a quad mineral blend, I'm getting all the magnesium, calcium, potassium, and sodium I need to keep my minerals in balance. Try Kegenics Prime yourself. Go to superhumanradio.com and click the Kegenics banner ad today and save 25% off your first purchase. Kegenics Prime. I couldn't have done it without. When's the last time you look forward to taking your pre-workout? I mean like thinking about it the night before, shaking it up, anticipating the way it tastes. The music starts to thump louder. The weight starts to get lighter. Get ready to feel that way. Bounty Hunter is that pre-workout. Bounty Hunter will make you believe in pre-workouts again. Get free shipping with code SHR on a jug of ridiculously delicious, badass vanilla bourbon Bounty Hunter. Go to wildwestnutrition.com or click the banner ad at superhumanradio.net. You're listening to the Superhuman Channel. We're ripped and we're ready. You know, some days you just can't get to the gym. Life gets in the way. That's why it pays to have a 3X bar at home. If you haven't seen me using it on some of my posts, the 3X bar is the most complex resistance band system ever made. You can squat with it. You can overhead press with it. You can deadlift with it. There's nothing that you can't do at the gym. Or that you can do at the gym, that you can't do with a 3X bar. And you can save $50 off by using the code SUPERHUMAN50. Go to 3XBar.com. I promise you, you will love this product. So most of the people in my audience know my next guest. He's Mark Bell. How you doing, Mark? Oh, Mark, you there? Did we lose Mark? Hold on a second. Let's see what I did here. No, we lost them. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Let's do this real quick. These are the perils of live radio. Let me just get his phone number. I think he hung up by accident. So just set tight, everybody. We'll have him back up here in just a second. There we go. Hold on, we're getting him back on the line right now. Okay, hang on, Mark. Yep. Okay, we've got him back on the line. How you doing, Mark? I'm doing great. Yeah, I wasn't sure if I was supposed to hang up or stay on the line. You no, no. Tight yeah, stay, stay on the line. Stay on the line. And then we're going to have a couple commercial breaks here, so you stay on the line during those as well. So uh, the reality is that most of the people in my audience know who you are already. Um, you, you've reached a, a level of, of fame that probably started um, in your powerlifting days and also um, when, when your brother Chris uh, made the movie that's now famous, uh, Bigger, Stronger, Faster. In fact, I, inter- I, in- I interviewed him. I used to produce a podcast called Off Topic for Dave Palumbo's RX Muscle website. And oh, cool. I and I interviewed Chris, holy crap, I don't know, maybe nine years ago, eight years ago, I guess it was. Um, but but, that, but that, that's where it all started for you. But you had been a powerlifter for, for a long time, right? 
Yeah, I started powerlifting when I was 12. I actually uh, lied about my age to get into my first powerlifting meet because they, at the time and the federation that I was competing in, uh, they wanted you to be a teenager. So uh, I started at a really young age, and, um, I, you know, I fell in love with it. I fell in love with it because um, I think sometimes when you um, – Sometimes when you're good at something right away, uh, you're, you're going to really uh, enjoy it a lot. And so um, I was I was fairly strong. Um, I remember lifting with my friends in the basement, and they they'd struggled to lift the bar, and uh, I could put some weight on the bar and and press it for multiple reps. I think maybe like I could put like 95 pounds on the bar or something like that and move it around. And meanwhile, my friends were having a really hard time pressing the bar, or even just like with fives or tens on the side and stuff like that. And so. Um, it's something that I, uh, I stuck with and my, my two older brothers, uh, that you saw in the documentary, bigger, stronger, faster are, uh, are the ones that, that got me into it. I liked a lot of other sports growing up and, and loved football and some different things, but, uh, I always came back to power to think it's, it's, uh, lifting weights period has been a huge part of my life. I've never stopped Had somebody recently asked me, they said, uh, you know, you've been lifting for a long time. Like, are you always sore? Like, have you been sore for the last 25, 30 years, however long you've been lifting for? And I was like, I never even thought about it. But, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but, it's a, but it's a good soreness. I got I to gotta, I gotta comment on that because I'm with you. I haven't been lifting as long as you, but I've been lifting long enough to where it's, it's ingrained in me now. And the reality is that um, it's not the kind of soreness that people think of. It's actually a, a quite a... Uh, it's quite a satisfying feeling because you feel your muscles feel hyperactivated. They feel tensed up a little bit. You know, some people call it the perpetual pump. Right. Uh, it's misguided when they call it tone. Your muscles always have tone. That's the impulse of the nerves, making sure that they don't turn right. into jelly. But it, it really feels good. It's not like, oh, I'm so sore. It's like, wow, I feel good. I'm sore, you know? Yeah, it makes you feel alive. I mean, I think. Uh you know, like uh, from the sadistic side of it a little bit, like I think that pain makes you feel alive to some extent. Um, nobody really likes a pinching pain. Like if I pinch your tricep, you know, we'd all agree like, man, that sucks. Like I don't want anybody doing that. If I, if I shocked you or hit you with a, um, or jabbed you with like a pin or something, you'd be like, oh my God, like that's, that's awful. That sucks. Right. <laughs> negative, yeah. Gives you negative reinforcement right away, but um, pressure can feel really good like if you, in the sense of uh when you're lifting when you go to do a squat and you feel pressure or even feeling anxiety over how much weight's on the bar and being able to overcome that uh ends up being a huge metaphor for everything that you do um but the pain i think is something that you end up enjoying to a certain extent it sounds sounds a little asinine but you get a lot of uh a lot of positive feedback from it and um I, I've learned over the years to, to really enjoy it and embrace it. But again, like you're saying, it's, it's, it's somewhat of a good pain. It's somewhat of a good productive, uh, soreness. Yeah. You get to like a, um, you know, a lot of other people would be able to relate to this. Um, just having a hard work day, yeah. having a hard, but yet productive work day where at the end of the day, you're like, Ooh, I'm kind of, I'm kind of whooped. Now that's not really painful. Uh, but there's still is some some stressors involved there and and it, it's a good feeling and it makes you feel accomplished yeah gratifying interestingly enough since you, you talk we've talked about this on the show over the years um about uh, six years ago i interviewed a scientist from india named dr melind watfi he wrote a book 
called Of Doves, Diplomats, and Diabetes. It's a Darwinian approach to metabolic disorder. The guy is brilliant. Oh, wow. And one of, and one of the things that he discovered was that um, risk is a very important signaling uh, uh, mechanism for what your body does with food when you eat. And this comes mm. back to our evolutionary processes. Um, you know, a million years ago, in order for us to venture out and look for food, we had to be really hungry because we were at risk of becoming food. And so right. the peptides in the brain that stimulate hunger actually suppress fear. They literally suppress fear. And as a result of that, we are like, I am so hungry, I'm going out and eating. Otherwise, if they didn't suppress fear, you would just lay there and starve to death and die. And, and, but the other triggering peptides in the brain are the ones that are associated with risk. So uh, he details in his book that when you exercise, there should be a modicum of risk involved. But how do people? How, no one. If you're doing Pilates, there's no risk. If you, you know, if you're jogging, right, there's right. no risk. The only people who really risk today in exercise are the people throwing weight around. You know, I remember, and maybe you could relate to this, and maybe you can't. I mean, I'm I'm not squat. I just had foot surgery, so I'm not doing anything heavy right now. But back in the day when I was training very heavy, I would start obsessing the night before about my squatting session the next morning because I would be thinking, man, right. you know, this is getting serious now. I, I could blow a disc out of my back. Something could go wrong. <laughs> I could crap myself and just be embarrassed. You know, all these things go through yeah. your head and you, you obsess about them the night before. And when that weight is on your back, you're so narrowly focused that you're trying to keep the chatter out of your head and just do what you have to do. That is risk. That's real risk. It's not fabricated risk. You're really like in danger when you do this kind of stuff. And I talked to him about it on the show and he said, absolutely. That kind of risk sends a signaling cascade through the body that tells the body to upregulate the resources and not body fat. Right. Right. No, there's, there's definitely a huge component to all that. And there's uh you know, some uh, almost like thrill-seeking in that. But you're right, you're not going to get uh, anything like that from, uh, you know, hitting up a walk. But a walk can be very productive, and it can be a very great place to start. In fact, uh, I promote to people all the time uh, to do these 10-minute walks, and I, I film them, I put them up on my Instagram, and I, I share it with you in many different ways that I can because I think uh, communicating things that are low-hanging fruit is really important just to get people to start. Yes. Just let me just let me get you started. It's kind of like church, you know, like, uh, hey, yeah, come on in, brother, and, and no one no one's really going to bother you too much, but the next time you come in or on your way out the door, they're going to grab you and, like, say, hey, you coming to Wednesday? You coming Sunday? Yeah. You know, and they're going to... They're going to... They're Indoctrinate really you. Of, yeah. Yeah, they really preach to you, you know, but it's the same thing with fitness. Like, I want more people to enjoy this. I want more people to get excited. I want more people to feel the way that I feel about fitness and also understand you don't have to be a fitness freak to enjoy a lot of the benefits from it, but you are going to have to take some risks. You are going to have to try to push your body into some areas where it's going to be a little uncomfortable. You know, you were mentioning hitting up heavy squats and thinking about it the day before. As I creeped down that rabbit hole and ended up squatting 1,080 in competition and, and hitting 854-pound bench press and things of that nature in competition, 
when you are training for stuff like that, you are not only thinking about the lift the night before, you're thinking about it the entire week. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you miss a lift in training and you're so pissed off about it that you think about that the entire week and you're like, you know what, that shit ain't happening to me again. We're going to reload. We're going to figure this out. And, uh, you know, this Tuesday, I'm going to nail that damn squat. I'm not going to screw that up again. I'm going to make sure I get it. Nowadays, what you have is a lot of people that are, that are actually lifting. They're taking, they're taking in these pre-workouts. They're not very mindful of what they're doing. They're not really thinking about it. And I say the greatest pre-workout that you can ever take is to actually think about what you're doing and actually be mindful of what you're doing. Mm -hmm. I had a conversation yesterday with Drew Logan, who wrote a really good book on a low-carb low dieting called 25 Days. And he was, he was mentioning how in his household, he didn't have options to eat these junk foods that a lot of these kids are, are mowing through today. Um, but the food that they were eating at the dinner table wasn't like it was nutritious. They were cooking up, you know, all kinds of, uh, you know, standard American diet foods. Uh, however, it's way different when you're in that environment rather than just giving up and rolling through McDonald's and grabbing some cheeseburgers for your children as they eat them in the back of the car with a TV on that's in front of them that they're not even watching and they're on their cell phone. That is going to be digested in a way different way. Our body's going to process all that in a way different way. It might not matter today. It might not matter tomorrow. Over long periods of time, that'll have catastrophic effects, and it will lead to more and more of us being obese. and It'll lead to more and more of our kids uh, ending up with uh, diabetes at such a young age. So I'm really trying to preach to people to, and I, I hate to even use the word preach, but like preach is the only thing I can think of because the only way I'm going to get a response is, is uh, from those who are listening in the first place. And so preaching kind of comes to mind because uh, I kind of envision that, like, if you're being preached to, uh, you're, you're there under your own will. Like, you kind of, you at least halfway want to be there. And that's where I need people to get to, is to at least halfway want to be there. And uh, I really want to help guide people through uh, the rest of the way. But being mindful and, and just freaking paying attention. Well, wait a hey, minute. So wait a minute. So, so we have to we have to back we have to back up for a second, right? So when you are a powerlifter, like most powerlifters, most powerlifters don't diet; they eat. And in fact, they'll tell you, "No, no, I need the fat for tissue leverage." Uh, you know, uh, when I put my shirt on, uh, when I put my singlet on, and 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 they pride themselves in the fact that there, there's no dieting going on. And you were a big guy back then. I mean, what were you tipping the scales back then? Oh yeah, you know so. Um you know, when pe people are people nowadays, you hear it all the time. People are talking about, you know, wanting to be great or people are aspiring to these great things through uh, uh, being an entrepreneur or these various things, you know, and uh, careful what you wish for, because uh, being great or trying to be great can be maddening because I think our definition of what great is, uh, is, is screwed up because whenever you're trying to go so far towards one thing, you're going to lose a lot of other things. Right. And I, and I lost a lot. I lost a lot going in that direction. Uh, who knows how many years I may have uh, blown off in my life or, or whatever. But, you know, people still admire. They still, um, they still appreciate when people have a mindset like that where they're like, you know what, just fuck all this, man. I'm, I'm going all in and I'm going for it. And for me, it was that way. Um, I started competing 
you know, at a young age, probably at like 181 pounds and 198 and so on. I went all the way from 181 all the way up to super heavyweight. Uh, what was interesting is I was really competitive and I was lifting really well in the 242 class and the 275 class, but I just kept wanting more and more. It was never enough. I was never satisfied. I mean, you can, you go back and watch some of those videos of me hitting these lifts and, uh, you know, I have zero reaction to uh, making the lift. And it's because I'm always thinking about the next one, the right. next one, the next one. Even if I hit a big PR on the platform, um, the only time I ever really celebrated on the platform was uh, when I squatted a thousand pounds for the first time, because that was such a long time, uh, such a long time coming. But uh, yeah, the biggest I ever, biggest, most I ever weighed was 330 pounds. Right. Right, and uh, more recently, I got down to two hundred thirty pounds. Right, and wh- I want to talk about that. I want to take a break, and I want to come back, and I want to talk about what was the turning point for you, where all of a sudden was it health, or was there something else that was the impetus for you to say, you know what, right. maybe all these carbs aren't doing me any good? Uh, and and did you have to get all those? Did you have to get all those those uh, those medals, so to speak, behind you before you could even be where you are today? Stay tuned. We'll, we'll be right back with more of Mark Bell. Stay tuned. Hey, this is Carl. Start your day just like I do with a high-dose lipospheric vitamin C from Live On Labs. You, too, can benefit from Live On Labs' lipospheric delivery system. No more pills or powders. That's outdated technology. Live On Labs has the world's most efficient vitamin delivery system, period. Learn a lot more today at liveonlabs.com and benefit from their new reduced pricing. That's liveonlabs.com, L-I-V-O-N, labs.com. Hi, I'm Ashley Grace, co-founder of H-Hemp Company. Hemp CBD improved my life so much that I started H-Hemp Company to help others naturally feel better. You don't have to have had a severe brain injury like me to benefit from H-Hemp Company products. If you're struggling to feel better, calm your brain, or better deal with daily stress and want to do so naturally, please try H-Hemp Company products. Search H-Hemp Company and use code SHR for 20% off and free shipping. That's HMP Company and code SHR. What if a sports nutrition company actually let you try all of their best products for free before you ever bought one? You'd be dreaming, right? Well, you're not dreaming. Head over to efxsports.com and grab their new sample kit that includes not one, not two, but six of their top sellers. That's right. Six different samples of their top sellers sent out to you immediately to try. Just cover a small shipping and handling fee, and they're on their way to you. See for yourself why EFX Sports has taken the industry by storm and why so many athletes worldwide depend on their products, dominate their competition safely and legally. Head over to EFXSports.com right now and click the EFX Sample Kit in the online store and get your free kit today. Once again, that's EFXSports.com. New Mass Pro Synthogen X2 just upped its own legendary game. To distance itself even further from the rest of the pack, Synthogen X2 now has double the key active ingredients. If you've ever wondered what steroid-like recovery feels like, Synthogen X2 delivers. See why others compare it favorably to powerful bodybuilding drugs at Synthogen.com. Mass Pro Synthogen. Would you train with it? You'll gain with it. Eat dessert again with the new 100% natural line of high-protein, low-carb Quest protein bars. I love lemon cream pie and strawberry cheesecake, but you can choose from chocolate peanut butter, coconut cashew, or cinnamon roll as well. No matter which one you try, you'll feel like you're eating dessert. But this is no ordinary dessert. With 20 grams of high-quality whey protein isolate, 17 grams of prebiotic fiber, and sweetened with stevia, these 
bars will make you feel like you're cheating, but you're not. Go to superhumanradio.com and click the Quest Protein Bar banner ad to learn more about these clean and delicious protein bars. Whether your goal is to build muscle or burn fat, you'll find everything you need at Redcon 1. Need help getting a good night's sleep? Try Fade Out or the most popular pre-workout supplement on the market today, Total War. Sign up for their new transformation challenge and win $10,000 or shop for apparel that people at the gym will know that you are serious about your training. Need a testosterone booster that works? Check out Boomstick. Whatever you need, you'll find the best quality supplements on the market at Redcon 1. Go to Redcon1.com. That's R-E-D-C-O-N, the number one dot com, or go to superhumanradio.net and click the Redcon 1 banner ad today. Thrive Market wants to give you $60 in free organic products of your choice plus free shipping just to get you to check them out. Over 4,000 organic products to choose from and up to 50% off all their products. And shopping at Thrive Market is more convenient than anywhere else. Order online or on their app in minutes, day or night, and get everything delivered right to your door. Go to superhumanradio.net and click the Thrive Market banner ad and get your $60 in free organic foods and free shipping today. This is the Superhuman Channel, doing reps with the weight of the world. Welcome back. We're talking with Mark Bell. Hey, Mark, um, what websites can people find you at today? Um, yeah, so uh, you can you can find me on my uh, Instagram, which is uh, at Mark Smelly Bell. Um, I have a YouTube channel, which we've pumped out tons and tons of information on for a long time. It's uh, super. Super Training 06 is the YouTube channel. I have another YouTube channel that has all my podcast information. Um, the podcast is uh, called uh, Mark Bell's Power Projects on iTunes as well. And then um, I made a whole bunch of products, and that's how my uh, gym in West Sacramento is is free. I invented a product years ago called the Slingshot. I have three United States patents that I'm very proud of, very proud to be an inventor. And uh, the Slingshot Supportive Upper Body Device for bench press, push-ups, dips, helps take away pain from your shoulders and your elbows uh, while trying to execute some of these lifts. And it also puts you uh, in a better position. You've you got better form when you're lifting with a slingshot on. And uh, lastly, it will also uh, uh, help you to just lift more weight, period. And you can find all that stuff, knee sleeves, elbow sleeves, wrist wraps, uh, protein powder. We got all kinds of things on my website at markbellslingshot.com. Very cool. So, so how old are you now, Mark? I'm 41. Okay. So you, you went from loving carbs, obviously, to all of a sudden you, you, you realize that maybe carbs aren't the best thing, uh, even for athletes, quite frankly, because of the rate of inflammation that they, they cause, uh, right. to the body. When, when did you get this? When did you figure this out? What happened? Yeah, so, you know, in 1993 or so, when I was in high school, I was trying to get big for football, and I got up to um, about 240 pounds. Um, I was around 240 at a pretty young age. I was around 16 years old, and, uh, you know, I was just trying to gain weight. I didn't know what I was doing, so I was eating pasta and all these different things. Um, and I wanted to compete in a powerlifting meet, but I wanted to compete at 220. Um, because that's just what powerlifters do. We always want to go to the next weight class down, which I never advise. But anyway, um, I didn't know how to cut weight for this competition. And uh, so I started talking to my brother, and I'm like, yeah, the only thing I'm going to do, I'm going to switch over to eating a lot less fat. I think that's the problem. I'm not, <laughs> I think I'm eating too much fat, and that's why I keep getting bigger. And this competition is only like two, three weeks away. He goes, no, 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 no. He's like, that's not what you want to do. He's like, my, my lifting coach 
Ron Fedko. Ron, Ron Fedko uh, had a PhD in, in mathematics, a very, very sharp guy. He actually won an Academy Award because he figured out some crazy stuff with uh, special effects and, and things like that. So he, he's a really bright guy, but he was the one that introduced us. Sorry about that train that's in the back. No, it's okay. It adds, it adds a, 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 a sense of reality to the show. Don't worry about it. There we go. Yeah. Um, and so he was the one who introduced us to uh, kind of some low-carb living. And uh, at the time, you know, he, he told he told me, uh, I got him on the phone one day, and he said, hey, um, you got a pen and some paper. And, uh, of course, you know, I didn't have that. And you can never find that shit when you need it, right? Right. <laughs> and so, uh, anyway, I find it all. I get a pen and paper, and he's like, okay, here's what you're going to eat. He's like, you're going to eat red meat. He's like, did you write it down? Yeah. I said, yep. He said, salt and water. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> okay. I was like, well, anything else? He goes, yeah. He's like, if you really feel like crap, he's like, you can eat an apple. You know, and he's like, you can have some uh, veggies too. He's like, spinach is pretty good. So, you know, you want to have some veggies here and there to get a little fiber. He's like, you can have that. But he's like, pretty much it's just you're on red meat and water diet. <laughs> right. And, uh, so that so that that actually worked really well for me. I, I competed. I made the two hundred twenty pound weight class, and I actually performed really well. Um, now I use that as a strategy to go into the meet. Uh, as soon as I made, or I'm sorry, to uh, to to get weighed in, we have twenty four hour weigh in in powerlifting, and so I added the carbs back in uh, the day of the contest, and uh, that and that's. You know, I brought my body weight back up, I guess is what I'm saying. But, right, yeah. Uh, my overall body weight was still down by like 10 pounds, and I was a lot leaner and stuff, and I felt better. And I was like, I was like wow, I was, wow. I was did you, but did age. you notice anything in retrospect now that you look back at it? So you, you, you basically were probably in a mild state of ketosis. You, you, your body infl- inflammation dropped dramatically, so uh, you lose edema, and when you lose edema, you lose fluid. So you piss out a lot of, of, of swelling water. And then the next day you carved up because like, okay, I'm going to bring my body weight back up. And everybody does this. Bodybuilders do it. Fighters do it. You know, they use, yeah. gl- they use glycerol. They use all sorts of tricks to get that fluid back into the body again. Did you notice that you were more sluggish after that? Um, yeah. It's, yeah. Cause, uh, well, because I didn't, I didn't know what I was doing. And so, um, you know, I'm pounding down like McDonald's and stuff, you know, I, I didn't know what I was doing at the time. So, <laughs> Looking back at it, I would have used different types of carbohydrates, and and I have, uh, you know, more, you know, later on in my career, I, I've done carb ups where um, they could still make you feel a little bit lethargic, but uh, if you do them strategically, um, then then you can get a really good result from it. You can gain that weight back and perform uh, really well. Right. Um, when it comes to carbohydrates and athletes, I think here here's some mistakes that I see that are being made. I think that ketogenic style diet uh in its purest form of of being like 70 percent fat um you know and sometimes 80 percent fat like I, I don't really think um that people need to follow that particular diet i agree with unless, you unless you got can- unless you got brain cancer unless you got brain cancer you know what i mean yeah that, that right. now now, it, now it's, it's no longer about performance it's about curing a disease that's a therapeutic diet Right, it's a therapeutic diet, and I also I also would recommend like if you're somebody that likes um, you know flirting with the ketogenic uh, lifestyle, low carb lifestyle, then then I, I would suggest that maybe you know it makes sense to do that for a few days. Maybe it makes sense to do that once a year for a cup for a week or two. Um, again, just for 
just for therapy. There's a lot of, there's a lot of benefits to it. Um, but I think that we just have a tendency to go too far one way and then we slide back, we slam back the other way. Uh, you know, carbs are good. Wham. No, they're bad. Let's take yeah. them all out forever. Right. Right. And far- Carbs are fucking fantastic. First of all, they taste really good. I mean, who doesn't love a bowl of Lucky Charms or Fruity Pebbles? <laughs> Captain or, Crunch. Or eating some. Captain Crunch. But, you know, who are these? <laughs> I think it's a crime. I think you should be thrown in jail. If you go to the store and buy pre-made cookie dough and put it in the oven, you're fucking off the team. You should be out. They should just kick you out of the country. It's very un-American. You got to eat just a straight up. You got to eat just a straight up cookie dough. Right, right. But car- carbs are carbs. They taste good, and that's one of the major problems with carbohydrates is that we end up in a situation uh, where we're going to eat. We're going to want to eat too much, even if you, even if I put people on a bodybuilding style diet, which bodybuilding diets can work great. You can have people on three, four, five hundred grams of carbs, depending on the person, and they can get shredded. It's because they pull out a lot of the fat. The problem is, is that many, many people will overeat in those situations. I'm not a huge calorie in, calorie out person. However, calories do matter to, yes. to a certain, a certain extent. They yes. are a measure and they should, we should be mindful of what we're doing. So I think we have a tendency to kind of, you know, we keep sliding around, you know, way too far one way. Here's why a ketogenic style diet, and the only way is I, the only reason why I say ketogenic is just because It's associated with not eating a lot of carbs, but I should just say when you're not eating a lot of carbs, here's what I like about it. It switches your body over into a fat burning mode, not necessarily your own body fat, but that can be the case uh, if you, if you learn to control the amount of food that you eat. But here's what I really like about it. For me personally, it breaks up the cycle. You're in this vicious cycle all the time. If I feed myself a donut in the morning, it's not like the donut necessarily makes me feel bad. If I ate a bunch of donuts, it'd probably make me feel bad. But if I ate one donut and had some coffee, uh, I, w- I would feel okay. But what that's going to do is going to make me really hungry later on. Right. And when we have trouble controlling our hunger, we have trouble making the correct decision. It's almost like being drunk. You said earlier that it kind of burns off that uh, fear factor in our brain, right? Right. It, it, being hungry almost makes you fucking crazy for a minute. Yeah. Uh, it does. We all know people like that. They get hangry, right? Anybody anybody who's fooled around with GHRP6 and experimented with high doses, the first time I ever did GHRP6, the peptide, I did a milligram. I just wanted to see what would happen because people always talk about hunger. I was literally – I've told this story on the show years ago. I was literally eating brewer's yeast out of the can with the spoon and thinking, you know, this could actually be a good candy for kids if you mixed it with molasses. I mean, you, 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 <laughs> I went cra- I went crazy. I was eating everything in sight, and I was going, oh, this tastes so good, and it was crap. It was like brewer's yeast. It doesn't taste good. I'm going, oh, this tastes so good. Yeah, you're That's right. Amazing. You go crazy. You so go crazy. It, so when it comes to the low-carb lifestyle, I think what we're trying to do is we're trying to control sugar. Because I think, again, sugar is not bad, but I think what sugar can do to us can be really bad. And sugar in excess is awful. Um, but it, it can make us hungry, and it also can make us insulin resistant. Now, our insulin resistant, 120 million Americans suffer from insulin resistance, and that's just the ones that we know about. There's probably many, many more. Um, insulin resistant is the body is producing insulin, but their body's not the body is no longer effectively using that insulin. And the insulin is 
kind of uh, what guides uh, are uh, the nutrients and the, and the calories that we're taking in into going into the correct cells. But what happens is we start to overproduce insulin, and insulin is actually something that will make us hungry. And so you're, you're, you're in this constant cycle with all this sugar. Your body's not responding to it correctly. Your body's becoming inefficient at uh, consuming carbohydrates. And slowly but surely what you're doing, and uh, sometimes people think you know, you, that I get carried away when I say this, but slowly but surely, but you're, you're actually kind of killing yourself uh, from the inside out. Right. In some Right. Um, it's, again, it's a, you know what? The, the reality is that high insulin levels are associated with advanced aging because, uh, in fact, this was one of the first interviews I ever did back in 2000 and uh, at the end of 2005. I had a, a scientist on that showed that uh, glucose signaling, the body prepar- pre- body's preparation to take sugar and do something with it is what led to cellular advanced cellular senescence. So it's actually increasing glucose intake and glucose levels in the blood makes your cells age faster. And if your cells right. age faster, your organs and your body is aging faster. Yeah, it, it just you just end up in a bad spot. And so when we're talking about high-level athletes, I, and, and my personal belief is that high-level athletes, um, first of all, they need to switch up their diet frequently. But secondly... Um, I think they need carbohydrates, and I think um, carbohydrates before and after workouts, and also for people that are training multiple times a day, they may need carbohydrates as well. But if we're trying to strip body fat, and we ha- and you're somebody that really just has a terrible problem, maybe you uh, grew up in a household where you had access to cookies and ice cream like I did. I have a I have a damn sweet tooth that that's like seems like it's impossible to kill. So what are my main two things that I'm fighting and what are the main two things that America is fighting? In my opinion, it's uh, trying to kill a sweet tooth and also trying to kill hunger. We're trying to kill those two things. Right. And usually the things that we crave, we're not, we're not normally uh, craving a salmon or a piece of tilapia. You know, right. A lot of times we're, we're, we're craving those fucking Doritos. How good are Doritos? You know, like, yeah. I mean... If they're out of this world, there's so much flavor in, in every in every damn chip. It make it makes you go wild, right? And so I think those are the things that we're up against. If you're somebody listening to this podcast now and you want to be like bigger and stronger, you're going to need some carbs. But I'd also advise against having carbohydrates in excess, and I'd right. also advise against um, eating shitty carbs. Your mindset when we talk about carbs should shift from thinking about pizza and ice cream. They're thinking about rice and sweet potatoes. Right. And and plantain, by the way. For those of you who haven't tried plantain, it's a fantastic substitute for, for sweet potato. Oh, yeah. I love yeah, plantain. Those, those. Um, you, you know, we've, we've talked on this show for years uh, um, about the – before the – first of all, the, the keto diet was best done and introduced by Dr. Mauro Di Pasquale 25, 35 years ago as his anabolic diet. It was uh, five days right. of high-fat, high-protein, and then two, two-carb refeed days. And he made it on the weekend so you could be sociable and be with your friends and do things. And, it, and the, so there wasn't a lot of stigma like, oh, I can't do that. I'm dieting. But right. the reality is um, that one of the things I started to espouse back before ketones were being tracked was blood sugar being tracked. And, I, and I, I've talked about this on the show. That, you know, when I was a kid, I used to race cars at Englishtown, New Jersey, and you only put enough gas 
in the gas tank of the car to make it down the track and taxi back to the pit because you didn't want to have to carry that excess gas weight because that could take a thousandth of a second off of your time. And, and I got a lot of gas weight. Yeah, there you go. Well, but, but here's the point. Um, if people would buy glucometers, whether they care about the ketogenic diet or not, they could dial their carb needs in. So if you take your blood sugar levels before you train. And then you have a carb source. I don't care if it's oatmeal, sweet potato, or some advanced carb supplement like Carbolin uh, or, or some sort of starchy powder. And then train. And then check your blood sugar after training. Your blood sugar should be coming down back to where it was if you, because then you've used up all the glucose that you provided in that supplement and none excess. You could actually get right back into ketosis. <laughs> very right. quickly by doing that. But nobody wants to, nobody wants to bother pricking their finger and checking. You only have to do it a few times until you get your carb dialed in. Then that's what you do for every workout. This is what you eat, you train, and you know that those carbs are gone already. Right, right. Yeah, you can also, you can also do it by like, you know, how you're feeling. I mean, I, I was sharing this with somebody the other day. I said, you know, have some post-workout carbohydrates. You know, pe- people, uh, people will do a hundred grams, depending on the size of the person. <laughs> and there's a lot of these carb drinks that you can have. I said, try that versus having uh, a sweet potato, Japanese sweet potato, yam, rice, whatever it might be, uh, two or three hours before you train. Um, you can have some protein in the meal, too, and have some uh, salt and drink drink a lot of water. Right. And how, just uh, rate how you feel. I think that you're going to feel a lot better having the carbs beforehand. I, I really think those post-workout carbs, in my opinion – the only thing that they really do, and I know there's a lot of science behind them, but think about why they're even testing them in the first place, and we'll come up with the answers on why they're getting positive results is because people are trying just to make money off of that market. Right. But I think the main thing is that uh, it's just another opportunity to eat. And so usually we eat two, three hours before we train, and it gives us an extra meal. I don't think there's some magical benefit from it. and It's just all my opinion, but I don't think there's some magical benefit from it. The only thing I think it would really do, uh, again, people that train multiple times a week, it may be absolutely crucial for them to replace some of the nutrients that they just lost. But in general, uh, if you're somebody rec- recreational uh, training at uh, 3, 4 p.m. or 5, 6 o'clock at night or whatever it is, your normal food throughout the day uh, is going to be of way more benefit than uh, than just having some sort of shake uh, right afterwards. That's I agree. I agree. And, and training in the morning, I've trained fasted for years. I love training fasted. If you're not going to train beyond an hour, you can train fasted easily. If you're going to be training beyond an hour, you know, right. then then you probably should have a little something either intra workout uh, or pre workout. But uh, most of us could train. I mean, we are we are designed to be hybrids. We can run on glucose. We can run on ketones. We can actually run on amino acids and, and, and free fatty acids. Uh, the mitochondria is universal. It burns a lot of stuff. And the reality right. is that we endeavored the greatest energy expenditure when we were trying to find food, which means we were, tra- right. we were, we were doing that fasted. You know what I mean? So it, we just yeah. have to look back to our origins and see what our body was made for. I, I want to take a break, and when we come back, I want to talk about something else that you inferred a second ago. Um, And that is the 10-minute walk after a meal. And actually, there's research out there that actually shows that walking after – they call it postprandial walking. Walking after a meal is more effective at controlling blood sugar than metformin. 
But right. nobody wants to be bothered. And it's so easy to walk five minutes in one direction, five minutes back, and then go do what you were doing. And I know that this is one of the things you espouse, and I think you're brilliant for doing it because this is really important. Um, food is part of it, but activity is the other part of the equation. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with more Mark Bell. something crunchy from the company that gave us the quest protein bar now comes the quest high protein potato chips with 21 grams of high quality protein and only five grams of carbs and no artificial ingredients just like quest bars you'll feel like you're cheating but you're not go to superhumanradio.com and click the quest high protein potato chip banner ad today and get ready to be satisfied thanks to quest nutrition chips just aren't what they used to be what if a sports nutrition company actually let you try all of their best products for free before you ever bought one you'd be dreaming right well you're not dreaming head over to efxsports.com and grab their new sample kit that includes not one not two but six of their top sellers that's right six different samples of their top sellers sent out to you immediately to try just cover a small shipping and handling fee and they're on their way to you see for yourself why efx sports has taken the industry by storm and why so many athletes worldwide depend on their products dominate their competition safely and legally head over to efxsports.com right now and click the efx sample kit in the online store and get your free kit today once again that's efxsports.com. If you followed my transformation on Facebook, you've been wondering what I've done to create such dramatic results. One of the things is I've started every day with the Kigenix Prime and then trained fasted and remained fasted until my first meal at 2 o'clock. Kigenix Prime gives me all the energy I need while shutting down hunger. And since the ketones are bound to a quad mineral blend, I'm getting all the magnesium, calcium, potassium, and sodium I need to keep my minerals in balance. Try Kigenix Prime yourself. Go to superhumanradio.com and click the Kigenix banner ad today and save 25% off your first purchase. Kegenix Prime. I couldn't have done it without. When's the last time you look forward to taking your pre-workout? I mean like thinking about it the night before, shaking it up, anticipating the way it tastes. The music starts to thump louder. The weight starts to get lighter. Get ready to feel that way. Bounty Hunter is that pre-workout. Bounty Hunter will make you believe in pre-workouts again. Get free shipping with code SHR on a jug of ridiculously delicious, badass vanilla bourbon Bounty Hunter. Go to wildwestnutrition.com or click the banner ad at superhumanradio.net. If you suffer from abdominal bloating, relief is here. Introducing Atrantil. Developed by a board-certified gastroenterologist, it relieves bloating where it starts, in the small bowel. That's why works while other remedies don't. In clinical trials, 88% of bloating sufferers who use prescription medications with no relief found relieve their symptoms, and it's available without a prescription because is made from a patented molecular combination of botanical extracts. It's not a probiotic. Plus, it's natural, vegan, gluten-free, and non-GMO. A-T-R-A-N-T-I-L, Atron Teal. 
Even the name is proven to make you feel better. Go to lovemytummy.com and use code SHR for 10% off. That's code SHR at lovemytummy.com. Lovemytummy.com. New Mass Pro Synthogen X2 just upped its own legendary game. To distance itself even further from the rest of the pack, Synthogen X2 now has double the key active ingredients. If you've ever wondered what steroid-like recovery feels like, Synthogen X2 delivers. See why others compare it Favorably to powerful bodybuilding drugs at Synthogen.com. Mass Pro Synthogen. When you train with it, you'll gain with it. Hey, this is Carl. Start your day just like I do with a high-dose lipospheric vitamin C from Live On Labs. You too can benefit from Live On Labs lipospheric delivery system. No more pills or powders. That's outdated technology. Live On Labs has the world's most efficient vitamin delivery system, period. Learn a lot more today at LiveOnLabs.com and benefit from their new reduced pricing. That's liveonlabs.com, L-I-V-O-N, labs.com. This is the Superhuman Channel. Evolution just got kicked up a notch. Welcome back to Superhuman Radio. We're talking with Mark Bell. We're going to talk about activity right now because this is another thing that Mark espouses in his book and he tells people to do more of. And it actually... Uh, really is the result of some really well done studies. I want to say they came out of Harvard uh, about six or seven years ago uh, that showed that uh, walking after a meal can actually over time reverse insulin resistance. And, and quite frankly, I wrote a blog probably eight years ago that uh, when everybody was all high on the uh, the French diet. Oh well, the, you know the French don't get heart attacks. They don't get this. Let's see, let's eat the way they do. And I said, you know what? It may have more to do with the fact that the French walk to and from the restaurant than what they actually right. eat. We forget that activity plays a role in this. So talk about that and, and, and how you've used it and how you've helped people with that. Yeah, being active is, is a huge thing. And I think uh, a lot of times we, um, we think about exercise being this huge thing. And uh, I, think, I think in our brain somewhere, we try to protect ourselves on why we're not doing certain things. And so we make excuses Oh, I didn't bring a change of clothes with me today, so I can't make it to the gym. Uh, ah, the gym, you know, the gym hours are different, and I, I'm not going to get off of work in time. Or we just have all these hurdles. The, the drive, uh, whatever the case is, we have all these hurdles that we think of uh, that we place on ourselves. But exercise does not always have to be this big event, and it doesn't always have to be super intense. Uh, over a period of time, you're going to want to learn to push yourself a little bit further. But it all starts with just putting one foot in front of the other. And walking, walking can be really, really beneficial to you uh, for your mind, for your body, for your spirit, for your digestive system, uh, for your glucose levels, and so on. There's a lot of great benefits to walking, and it's just an easy activity to do. Um, almost anybody can, can walk. And so what I advise people to do is try to get in several 10-minute walks per day, um, I know people right now are like, man, oh, I have a job and I got this and I got that. It's not that hard to do a 10 minute walk. Trust me. Uh, when I say this, I, I fit it into my schedule all the time. I've done two already. Uh, one thing I do when I come, uh, I live in uh, Davis, California. And one thing I do when I go to some of these coffee shops and stuff is I'll just park far away I yeah. go for a nice stroll. If you're, uh, in an area where, you know, the weather is shitty or whatever, Get your walking in whatever way you can, airports, malls, uh, wherever you can get your walking in, uh, try to get it in because I think it's really beneficial. It also will help people 
guys that are listening to this that want to get bigger, they want to gain some size, it's also going to help them to handle the carbohydrates a lot better. And so, therefore, it's going to help them be more jacked and tan as well. You know, um, walking 10 minutes is, is not a hard thing to do. You walk five minutes in one direction and you walk back. It goes a lot faster than you think. But as you point out, I see people who go to the gym and they drive for 15 minutes trying to find a spot close to the entrance. And then they go and they get right. on the elliptical machine. It's like, park all the way in the back. Make that your warm-up to walk to the gym. Yeah, at uh, Gold's Gym in Venice, they, they do that all the time. Those big, big bodybuilders, they'll sit there for two hours waiting for a spot uh, just so they can park right in front of the gym. They don't want to walk from one side to the other. They're I mean, it's, big. It's, it's, it makes no sense to me. But the reality is that you can walk out of the door of your work. Look, look um, something I noticed, I've got an IT company upstairs from me, and all the programmers smoke cigarettes. And oh, I've yeah. come to the conclusion, one of the reasons they smoke cigarettes is because they take breaks constantly. They're always out there smoking a cigarette, then they go back to work. And I started thinking to myself, how much of smoking cigarettes is uh, because of the they want to smoke a cigarette, and how much of it is because they have a legitimate reason to ask for a break? Well, you know what? If smokers can ask for a, a, a three- or four-minute break every hour, you can ask for a 10-minute break every two-and-a-half hours and say, hey, right. I'll be right back. I'll be right, I'm, I'm going to the restroom. Like, no one's going to follow you to the restroom and go, man, that took you a long time. What would you do, eat White Castles for lunch? No, you just go yeah. out the door and walk five minutes. Look at your watch, and when you get where you're going in five minutes, you turn around, you walk back, you're done. And the best time to do it is after a meal. Because that is going to improve digestion. Look, well, I'm Italian. My grandfather used to always go out for a walk after eating dinner. He always put his right. hat on and went for a walk. The old Italians in Europe, they always walk after a big meal. Always. So yeah. Yeah. we're worried about what they're eating. We forget that they have a lot more activity. They do a lot more walking than we do here in the United States. Here's a, a side benefit to it that's outstanding, too, is, you know, if, if you have the uh, if you have the pleasure of being on your own and just going out and thinking on your own, uh, then that's great because we all need some alone time. However, uh, for me, at the end of each day, I get to walk with my son and I get to walk with my dad. My dad lives right next door to me. He's going to be 70 years old coming up. My son is 14. My, you know, a 14-year-old kid, a lot of times uh, they may not communicate with their parents a lot as they get older. They start to get a little more distant. They don't want to hang around mom and dad, but uh, I have the honor of, of walking with him every night and uh, our 10-minute walks turn into uh, 30-minute walk and chat, and uh, it just ends up being great. And so I, I really, not only do I advise people to do a 10-minute walk, encourage other people to go to go with you. Yeah. Say, come on, man. What are you doing? Are you just scrolling through Instagram? You know, you're not, you're not doing anything. Let's freaking go for a walk. And don't worry too much about if it's after or before. Just... Just get it in, and yes, afterwards will be more beneficial. After a meal will be more beneficial towards your digestion, but just just get them in. And, uh, you know, I usually try to tell people to try to get in about two a day. It's it's um, it's rewarding, too. There's never been a time where I was like, oh, man, I shouldn't have done that 10-minute walk. <laughs> it really kicked right. my ass. Yeah, you always feel better afterwards. So where can people – this is a, a good book. It's short, it's sweet, and it's got quite a few meal plans in it. And, and what I like about what you've done is people say to me, you know, oh, can, can you just set up a keto diet for me? I'm saying, I'm, look, there's nothing to set up. Like, it, here's, here's, right. the, here's the food you can eat, and, and, and that's it. Where can people get this book? That's part of the reason why it took me so long to write the book, is I've been telling people for years, just don't eat carbs. 
Right. Leave me the fuck alone. Right. Leave me the fuck alone and, and don't eat any carbs. Don't eat any carbs. I don't know why you keep asking, you know? And so I started to spit out more and more information. And I was like, you know what? I'm giving a lot of information away for free, which I love doing. And I'll continue to do that all the time. Um, but yeah, I created this book. It's called The War on Carbs. And you can uh, you can find it on my website, markbellslingshot.com, or you can go to Amazon and pick it up there as well. I'll probably do an audio book of it at some point, so I'm getting a lot of requests for that. But uh, it's it, I kept it simple. I trimmed the fat from everything, so to speak, even though it's a high-fat diet. Right. I wanted to try to just keep it real easy. I think, you know, page five or something like that, it actually gives you the diet because you know, I'm somebody that has been seeking the truth for a really long time, and I'd go through a lot of these books. And I'm like, "Where's the actual plan? Yeah, like, what right. Am I supposed to freaking what am I supposed yeah, to? Yeah, because because people feel like they're getting paid by the word. They have to give you your money's worth. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, please just tell me what the hell to do so I can get this over with. Right. I hate to read. Right. And so I uh, I have a list of foods in there. I also put a list of foods uh, on my Instagram, kind of more recently, of just like ten foods. If you follow it. Not easy to follow, but if you just eat these 10 foods, you're going to drop weight. It's, it's a fact. And so uh, between, between ketogenic dieting and some intermittent fasting, uh, that's what you get from the war on carbs. And I also try to take an approach to it, too, where I just tell people, you know, we're not really looking at cheat meals necessarily. Like, I, I didn't factor those in because, like yourself, I've read – uh, the metabolic diet, the anabolic diet, and uh, Dan Duchesne's Body Opus book, and some of these things from back in the day. And I would turn my cheat day into just this huge event, you know, <laughs> where I was eating cheesecake and <laughs> eating all this crap and stuff. And um, I was kind of like, oh, yeah, I'm doing it for powerlifting. I, you know, I want to lift more weight the next day or whatever. Right. And not an effective way to go. And it was really hard. It was yo yo dieting, is what it was. I'd lose a bunch of weight for five, six days, and I'd gain a bunch back, and it just wasn't that effective. I mean, when I was younger, it worked a little bit, but uh, anyway, this diet, I just didn't even really factor in a cheat meal because I recognize that cheat meals, they're just going to happen. Uh, we're going we're gonna to cave. You know, we're, we're trying to rely on willpower and habits, and uh, whenever we're just relying on those things, uh, we're going to lose some battles here and there, but I, what I share with people is you're always one meal away from being off your diet the good news is you're only one meal away from being back on your diet so don't worry too much about like the ketones and whether you're in ketosis people are pricking their fingers and they're peeing on sticks and they're doing a lot of things those are great things to investigate so you can learn more about yourself but you don't have to do that to get great results and so the main thing to get used to is the food i just wanted to say something about fasting too fasting can be outstanding and it can work really, really well in combination with a ketogenic style diet. Uh, there's multiple reasons for that, but I think that uh, fasting can be one of the things that can help us fight hunger. It can be one of the things that helps us fight cravings. Uh, on the other hand, I really strongly advise against messing around with any fasting. Uh, we got to, in the beginning, if, if you haven't uh, dieted before, if you've never done low carb, if you do low carb out of nowhere and start exercising and use intermittent fasting, you're really going to get jacked up and you're going to be like, man, Carl and Mark, they have no idea. Yeah, they, they messed me up. Yeah, they messed me up big yeah, time. Yeah, I feel like shit. And then, and then they try it again three days later and it's like crap again. Please take this to heart. Uh, do not reduce your calories. Do not try to eat 
a small amount of food. Eat enormous amount of food. Just get used to the foods. Get used to whole eggs. Get used to bacon. Get used to steak. Don't worry about counting calories. Don't worry about when you eat. Just when you're hungry, get the food in. Give yourself about two weeks. I know it seems like a long time, but it's a short period of time. Trust me. Give yourself about two weeks. Get used to that food first. Then you can start to make uh, other adaptations as you go along. Are you guys coming out with a uh, keto podcast, you and your brother, Chris? Yeah, me and my brother, um, what we've been working on, um, we, we're actually in the, we're actually like kind of dead in the middle of, of, a, uh, of a nutrition movie. So um, almost like a second coming of Bigger, Stronger, Faster, but a little bit more um, on nutrition. And it's not going to all necessarily be about keto. Um, but what has happened is from every person that we've gone to, uh, they're all, they all agree that uh, managing the carbohydrates and gaining control of your diet is a huge, is a huge factor. And they're all in a, they are, every single one of these people, even though they come from different backgrounds, even though they have different uh, philosophies on nutrition, they all agree that, we're, that most of us are just out of control and we need to be able to kind of rein that back in. And so almost everybody, even when we're talking about high-performance athletes, uh, my buddy Stan Efferding, who's somebody you should definitely have on this podcast, uh, he has the vertical, the vertical diet, and he's had a lot of success with some, some of the world's strongest men, uh, Hap Thor Bjornsson and Brian Shaw. Um, and these guys are, you know, ingesting enormous amounts of carbs, but he's also been able to get these guys leaner. These guys have extreme, uh, energy, uh, energy outputs. But anyway, I mean, the main thing is you, you got to find, you got to find something that you can adapt to. And so my brother and I, what we're doing as we go through the process of, of filming this movie, uh, we want to make sure that, uh, having any sort of change is always going to be difficult. But staying the same is, is worse, in my opinion. Right. If you're fatter than you want to be, if you're diabetic, you're sick, uh, staying the same is, is much worse than the effort it's going to take to make some of these changes. And so what we're trying to do is we're trying to, we're trying to find some simple solutions to some of this. So I just know people are confused. They don't know what to do. And so a lot of people are just putting their arms up. And then, and then they're getting pointed at. And people are like, hey, that guy's fat and lazy. And it, it sucks, man, because... Yeah, maybe it's halfway their fault, but I think it's also halfway not their fault. Well, I, think- I, I tell you where I give them that it's not their fault. Um, if you, I actually did this about six or seven years ago. I, I stood in the parking lot of a Kroger's with a clipboard, and I asked people questions to determine whether or not they thought they were eating healthy. And then I kind of looked at what was in their shopping cart, and I made notes. And what I discovered was everybody unequivocally will tell you they eat healthy. Oh, well, we eat healthy. But what do you eat? And see, the problem is that the nutritional orthodoxy, the USDA, the Food and Drug Administration, uh, the authorities uh, having jurisdiction over nutrition shouldn't be making recommendations for nutrition because they're compromised. They have a vested interest in people eating corn and grain because those are the two most subsidized, subsidized crops. The government can't say, Oh, damn. You know, eating all those cereal grains really isn't a good idea. We're going to go ahead and lose our, you know, $2 trillion that we invested in farming this year. And Uh, that's what was pitched to me and my brother when we were kids. You know, uh, we saw Michael Jordan, uh, you know, touting uh, Wheaties and and all these things. I don't don't blame Michael Jordan or or Wheaties. I don't blame anybody. Uh, But that's what was on the commercials, and that's what got us excited. 
about, you know, about these foods and stuff. And not only, uh, you know, cereal is like one of the worst things that we have cereal and, um, and, uh, soda. I mean, they're, they're just, there's, they taste good. <laughs> they taste good, but in my opinion, they're not really worth the damage that they're doing. And they're doing real damage. Even people who don't have, um, celiac disease, uh, uh there's a good article on my, in my, uh, blog that was written by Alex Leaf that shows that even people who don't have celiac disease have an inflammatory response to gluten. And, you know, inflammation is not a good thing. Inflammation is what causes plaque buildup. It's not the cholesterol because the cholesterol is just trying to fix the hole in the intima, the lining of your artery. It's spackle. If I come into your apartment and I punch a hole in your wall and you spackle it, the spackle wasn't the problem. Me punching the hole in the wall is where you have to stop the, the problem from happening. And so, you know, it, it, the the amount of cereal grains that we're being told to eat, these organizations don't belong in our pantry. The federal government doesn't belong making rec- recommendations on nutrition. They don't know. They don't know anything about nutrition. They don't right. know. And so the problem, getting back to the, the comment, was – I, I give the average American a pass because when they watch Dr. Oz, they get confusing messages. When they watch the morning show and they have the nutritionist come on and say, well, the best thing you can have before bed snack is popcorn, uh, you know, because that's a healthy snack. So people don't even know what's healthy anymore. We have been so far removed from our natural diet that we don't know what's healthy anymore. Most people don't, I say. Most people don't. And that's where I right. give that guy I, the pass. I agree a hundred percent. And, you know, I know people are, um, you know, trying to, uh, you know, kind of make some of these weird foods and stuff so they can kind of stay on their diet. And I'm halfway in agreement with it and halfway against it. Uh, meaning like, you know, there's, there's these websites like rule.me has a ton of great recipes for anyone who's on a ketogenic style diet. And you see a lot of people will make these gluten free things. Uh, but, but we don't live a gluten free lifestyle to uh eat a gluten-free donut yeah exactly we're not we're not on a uh we're not living a low-carb lifestyle to eat a lot of artificial foods if we need to eat a couple here and there to like help us you know help us get through stuff and to be more social and to uh you know eat something like a fathead pizza you know or, or some of these protein bars and stuff that are out there it, it makes some sense, but I think people are getting even carried away with that because as Americans, I think that's the, that's our response to everything is to, <laughs> is to just go overboard on everything. Absolutely. It's the American way. Don't we love it? Uh, listen, uh, Mark Bell, it's been great having you on the show finally. And yeah, uh, yeah, thank, I hope you come back you so when, the, when the pot, when the uh, documentary is ready to, to, to be dropped. Okay. Uh, one more thing I wanted yes. to, uh, to drop in here. Yes. Because um, people are kind of asking me quite a bit about, like, what I'm eating, like, exactly right now. So I'll just give you just a, a brief overview of that. Um, predominantly red meat. I like bone broth a lot. Bone broth has a lot of good uh, minerals and calcium and and uh, and sodium and things like that and collagen. Um, and then also, uh, in addition to that, I'll eat some spinach here and there. And I like oranges. And so people are like, but you're on, you're, you're doing this, like, war on carbs and I'm like, well, fruit is not really our enemy. Fruit's not something that made us fat. High fructose corn syrup is a different story. Uh, some of these juices and blends and things like that are, are things that our body can't handle well. Fruits have cofactors in them that actually help you digest 
the very sugars that are in the fruit. So they're they're a, a perfect food in a way. So you don't have to uh, be pigeonholed into uh, this zero carb lifestyle to get good results. You can still have some carbohydrates. You can still have uh, you know some fruits and some veggies and some different things here and there. And you don't have to be uh, so pigeonholed into just one thing. Last little tip of the day is uh, uh, have a carrot every day. Uh, why, is, a ca- uh, why a carrot? Why a carrot? Yeah, this is a guy from a guy named Ray Pete. So carrots um, help get rid of toxins in your body. It has an undigestible fiber. So some of these things that we eat sometimes, uh, they, they cause some disruption in our body. Disruption can be good and disruption can be bad. Uh, too many fibers can uh, bloat us and give us gas and so on. But fiber can also help uh, get rid of toxins in our body. And so what a carrot has been proven to do um, again, this is just in some studies, so it's like we can have studies say whatever we want. Right. But it's been effective for me. It's been something I've been doing. I've been encouraging others to do it, and they're having good results with it as well. It can help lower your uh, cortisol levels uh, by just having one carrot a day. So just give it a try. You don't have to. Hey, uh, hey, hey, hey want a detox tip? Donate, yeah, do, donate blood every two months. Uh, between yeah, so here's so he, he, here's here's my take from. here's my take on detox. Most of it is BS. You can detox the alimentary canal. You can detox your intestines. You can clean out that stuff. But the stuff that's tra- trapped in your cells is what we're right. really talking about getting rid of. The stuff that accumulated over decades, right? And there's no drink. There's no food. There's no mm-hmm. magic dog whistle that's going to tell your cells, "Hey, everybody, let go of the mercury because we're going to poop it out now." So the right, reality right. is if you want to detox your body, lose body fat because most of the toxins are in the, in the fat cells and donate blood every two months because now you're literally it's, – it's like you, you have a car. You can't clean the oil in your car by putting better gasoline in the car. The only way you can clean the oil in your car is to take the old oil out and put new oil in. Every time you donate blood every two months – your, your, your bone marrow makes new blood, new red blood cells, new stem cells are released to help repair tissue. The, the, the whole detox industry between you and me, and this may be harsh, is complete hogwash. It's just a way to oh, get – uh, but what no one is talking about, if you're sincerely interested in detox, donate blood every two months. Get the old oil out of your body, and then as the as, – you know, things move in and out of cells by way of osmosis. So as the blood becomes uh, less saturated, the cells can give up more of their gunk. So every two months, you're giving up dirty blood. I feel bad for the poor person in the hospital that has to get it, but that's just the reality of it. If people are serious about detox, donate blood every two months. Do it for about a year and a half, and you you, you effectively have brand new blood in your body. Yeah, I, I donate blood myself, and it, it's it's been really effective. The other thing that's helped my health a lot is just getting to bed early. So yeah, I, I'll leave I'll leave it I'll leave it on that note. Is like I think most of us uh, go to bed too late. Yes, um, I advise people. You know, it depends on your schedule and everything, but I think everyone should try to get their asses in bed by nine o'clock. Lights out by nine o'clock. Get that phone away from you. I personally put my phone in airplane mode. It's not right next to my bed. I don't want to have the temptation of it. Um, there's, you know, evidence that, you know, the, the light is uh, going to be something that keeps you up. Even if you just glance at your phone for a second in the middle of the night, uh, a lot of times you'll find yourself scrolling. Uh, yes. The other thing is, too, is that 
you know, we already know that social media is addicting, but I just heard somebody tell me this just the other day. They hold back likes. And so what that does is you go and check a post and you're like, that post has to, had to have more than 20 likes. I'm going to check it again. And no, it still has 20 likes. Check it again. You're like, oh, man, it's only got 25. Uh... And it's building this. It's training you. It's building anxiety. Uh, and then you check it later and, and it's got a little bit more, you know, after it's been sitting there for a little bit. And I would imagine there's probably an algorithm for each each person that has their post, you know, in accordance to how many times they check it. They probably really try to uh, really try to screw you over. Yeah, so, because that, that gives you a dopamine rush. When you when you start getting clicks, you get dopamine. Then dopamine is it's like the, the mouse goes back to the, the thing and rings the bell because he's going to get a pellet. They've got us trained literally like little rodents. You know what I mean? Yeah, you're not gonna you're not gonna ring the bell, uh, you know, if you never get a pellet, right? Right. They, they, they give it to you at a certain time, and you're like, oh, okay, I got I got a crumb thrown my way. Yes. Oh, cool. Yes. Very <laughs> you good. Get all excited, but make sure you're getting your sleep, kids. Yes, that's right. Get to sleep early and start the day early. Listen, Mark, we'll have you back on soon, okay, brother? Thank you so much. I appreciate. Thanks it. for being here, and I also want to thank our gadget guy, our new gadget guy, Derek Trombetta. Uh, check him out at 970-MUSCLE. And we will see everybody tomorrow with more Superhuman Radio. Thank you so much for listening today.